0: Welcome to The Honest Pour with John Lennart, where we go beyond the bottle to connect you with the people and places that make each wine so unique.
1: In our final episode recorded in Chianti Classico, I headed to Rada and visited Castello Monte Rinaldi. Ravaged by war throughout history, the Ciampi family purchased the estate in 1961. I met there with Fabrizio Benedetti to talk about the unique terroir of the estate in general, particularly the micro terroir of the estate's 18 individual plots, And, of course, to taste some delicious wines. This special episode of The Honest Poor
0: is brought to you in part by the Consorzio Vino Chianti Classico. And by Foodator.com. Bringing you the stories of Chicago chefs, restaurants, and people who make food all over town. Foodator.com.
1: Hi, welcome to The Honest Poor. I'm John Lennart. We are in Chianti Classico for one of our final episodes, researching the entire region. We're in Rado now. At Castello Monte Rinaldi, and joining me today is Fabrizio Benedetti, the uh, general manager.
0: Welcome to the show. Hi, hello, hello, how are you? Very good. Yeah.
1: Tell me about Castello Monte Rinaldi. Wh- what's the history behind it?
0: So, uh, Castello Monte is uh, uh, a winery uh, with... Uh, a quite old uh, uh, history behind uh, i mean the the the, the first uh, uh, there is there's still uh, existing uh, in the property uh, belonging to the to the estate uh, the castello so castello is translated as castle and uh, so the castle monterinaldi goes back uh, back in time back to the 1100s uh, so we are talking about the middle age uh of course, uh, this is the uh, original building uh, and which is still standing and which is still existing part of the castle still existing. Uh, and this is where the history goes back. Uh, then of course, uh, uh, for uh, making wine, uh, producing wines, we have to go we have to go uh, to the uh, mid uh, uh, early 1800s where, uh, when uh, the, the, the production of wine started uh, of course uh, at that time uh, the production of wine started not like today. At that time uh, uh, the wine was uh, was a beverage it was very important for, uh, for the home consumption so it was not a uh, uh, business it was uh, it Making was wine. It, it was wine and it helped even to work in the fields and get energies uh, from the from the wine from the alcohol and uh, being uh, (coughs) ready for uh, for going to to in the fields uh, to to work the fields Um, so the the beginning of the of the production of wine uh, goes back in the in the early 1800s and uh, uh, different owners different families uh, until uh, 1961 uh, when uh, uh, Ciampi uh, family, uh, Mr. Uh, Raimo Champy, uh, bought the property, uh, purchased the property and uh, uh, started uh, to, to make wine in a more uh, you know, I, I don't want to say serious way, but uh, in uh, more... To elevate the quality. To elevate the quality and uh, started to, of course, uh, to replant uh, all the different uh, vineyards of Sangiovese uh, and uh, the first bottle uh, of uh, wine from Castella Monteninaldi, also under the name, uh, with the label and so on. It, it was produced in... It was made in uh, uh, 1967. So after six uh, six years from the from the first purchase from uh, Champi family, and uh, there is a, actually a fun uh, story to to tell, uh, Mister Raimo Champi. Uh, was not his business at that time. I mean, 61, uh, his business, uh, up to 61, his business was different, it was totally different. It mm-hmm. was uh, uh, insurance. Uh, and he was originally from uh, uh, the north uh, of Italy, in Piedmont, uh, and, uh, uh, and it's where uh, his business was the, the insurance business. Um, but uh, uh, he was uh, he was in love with Tuscany, and uh, his dream was to uh, purchase something, especially uh, not something to where to make wine, but uh, was to purchase, uh, to purchase uh, a villa or a house, a farmhouse in the countryside and the beautiful countryside of Tuscany, where to spend holidays and where sure. to spend weekends and stuff like this. And so... Um, he um, uh, came to to, knew, to know that that, that uh, the villa of Monterinaldi was uh, uh, on sale, uh, and so he started to uh, ask for 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 this and price and so on. But actually, his interest his interest was was just in the villa, was not in the property, was not in the land. Uh, but the old, uh, I mean, the previous owner, I mean, the family who used to own the winery or used to own the property. He, he said, I'm not gonna uh, uh, sell just the villa. I want to sell everything because uh, uh, he wanted, uh, I mean, at that time, uh, even in the countryside in the 60s, in the 50s, after the war it was very hard, the life here. And so uh, many people wanted to you know escape from the countryside, to go in the cities, to work and to have a better lifestyle and stuff like this, more services. Uh, and so at the end, uh, uh, he decided to buy everything, the whole, uh, not only the villa, but even the, the entire property. Uh, and uh, it started like this. It started with the first in- interest. His interest was the villa. But then suddenly, in uh, '65, the family moved to uh, from Piedmont. He gave up with the with the insurance business. Uh, he moved to. They moved the whole family from uh, Piedmont uh, to Tuscany. It's they started to make wine, and this is uh, how the. The, the family started to, to, to be in the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How so, did you get into the wine business? I, I started, uh, so my previous business was different. It was totally different because I, I used to, I was born in Florence, and I used to uh, own uh, uh, two shops, uh, retail shops uh, of clothes, together with my brother-in-law. But uh, that was not my life uh, because I didn't like clothes. And it was good, good to make money and, of course, living. But it was my, not, not my real interest. So I started to go through um, sommelier uh, course uh, uh, at, the, at the end of the 90s. Uh, I did the three courses of AIS Sommelier course so I became a sommelier and in 2001 I decided to uh, change life. So I started to propose myself with no experience actually because I did not have an experience. I did not uh, even speak any English or very few, very small, very Mm -hmm. few words in English. (laughs) <laughs> so I proposed my my CV to to in the Chianti Classico area, and um, and I started uh, with the winery to to fr- really from the bottom I have to say because I started from uh, uh, from going uh, back and forth to try to do some sales of uh, wines uh, in the different agriturismos. Uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. So I was bringing my. My cases of wine and uh, doing some tastings for the for the guests of, of uh, agriturismos. It was uh, it was one year, one year and a half. It was not not easy. No. But uh, but finally, but then I I been always working since then in Chianti Classico area, and this is my my uh, fourth winery I work for, and. Um, and uh, I'm living in the countryside, because yeah. uh, I forgot to tell you that uh, in the meantime, I got married uh, in 1996. Uh, and in 1996, uh, I decided, we decided to move uh, from the city, from, from Florence uh, into the countryside uh, where I'm currently living, uh, just outside of Gravin Chianti in a farmhouse uh, up on a hill in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and uh, so, big, big, big gap, uh, big difference compared to to Florence, especially for my wife, actually, because she was born in right in the center, downtown center of Florence. Oh, wow, that's
1: a big change for <laughs> her. See, see,
0: see, see, yeah, very, very big change. <clears throat> yeah.
1: So you started working in, in, in Chianti, and you worked in various areas of the region. I've been going around. And I've been tasting Chianti Classico in all of the regions, and. Each one has its own unique signature. I want to know what's the signature of Chianti Classico from Rada. Well,
0: I, I, I the, there would be many things to to do, to say, but uh, I think uh, the most important, the first thing uh, I would start with, is the is the uh, territory in the meaning of uh, um, elevation. Um, it's very important the the elevation here in the in the uh, Rad area because uh, uh, it uh, helps uh, to uh, retain uh, the freshness, the acidity. It helps to uh, retain uh, the fruity profile in the wines, um, especially in the last uh, in the last f- uh, few you know years, decades. Due to the global warming, uh, which is becoming uh, year after year a, a big problem, especially for for you know those who are not staying at a, a higher sure. uh, elevation, and so growing grapes here it means cool nights. It mean it means especially. In the in the always but even in august but uh, especially in september and october when uh, you really need uh, i mean the vines really need uh, uh, re- to rest uh, uh, in the night uh, and to uh, maintain and to retain the the fruity and the freshness so first thing i would say that uh, is this one uh, it's um, uh, an area uh, which is very woody You have uh, maybe uh, driving around here, and you have seen uh, how many woods and uh, forests, and hills uh, uh, up and down, uh, uh, even steep uh, 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 vineyards, uh, steep slopes, and uh, and forest. uh, And also, this makes uh, uh, what makes a a more, uh, I mean, uh, uh, fresher and, and and cooler. -hmm. Temperatures. Then, of course, the soil, the soil composition. Uh, We have, uh, we are, we have a mix of uh, uh, sandy clay uh, soil uh, with uh, the characteristics is is the is the is the Galestro and uh, the Alberese. Uh, Galestro is uh, a clay, mar clay. Uh, but we have uh, even, uh, especially in the higher uh, parts uh, of the property, and I would say, I mean, in general, in Rada, in the communal Rada, uh, the Alberese, which, uh, which is uh, uh, limestone. And limestone, uh, so rich in, uh, the, the soil in general is very uh, rich in uh, uh, rocks uh, and stones. Uh, which are very important even for, for what, uh, for making uh, also this minerality, mi- mineral profile, that uh, Herthi also uh, profile, which is uh, something that is very neat and clean in the uh, wines from, uh, uh, in all the wines uh, Chianti Clascos produces the, produced in, uh, in uh, Radda in Chianti. Uh, so I would say these are the two, three most important uh, things to say about uh, Rada territory.
1: It kind of sounds like you're saying that Rada's signature is sort of balance.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it, the, uh, so as for the final results in the wines, I would I would say finesse. I would say. Finesse. Uh, elegance, sure. absolutely. Uh, elegance, finesse, and this, of course, uh, they, in general, the quite high, high acidity means, uh, means uh, longevity. Uh, so, wines from Rada are even uh, wines that uh, maybe you have to, uh, and this is what we do here at Castel Monteninaldi. We, we release uh, uh, vintages not not very young, not too young otherwise they are not uh, uh, ready, they are too young. So we need to we need to go through the through the bottle uh, maturation and so this is why for example, we are uh, presenting uh, this year in April, I mean in a month uh, more at vinly the 2016 you
1: just in
0: uh, now. Yeah, we are currently uh, working, with, uh, selling with the 2015, but the next vintage is going to be the 2016 and not the 2017. Right, like even most though, places. Like, like, yeah, mostly, yeah. Because we know that uh, to appreciate the best of our wines, we need to go in the bottle, to, to put the wine in the bottle, to bottle the wine, and wait. Uh, six, seven, eight months more, one year more, but uh, being more ready. And this is one of the most important characteristics uh, of uh, Radha area. Terrific. Of course, if you
1: now think- let's talk about your vineyards, particularly yeah. here. Uh, you said you have about 17 plots, and talk to me about your 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 terroir here on the estate. All your all your. Plots are contiguous with the estate here, so yeah. it's not like you're trucking across the the valley or something like that. You're right here.
0: Yeah, it's just one body. It's 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 a circle of uh, uh, 50 hectares of uh, vineyards, a uh, 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 circle around the buildings and uh, and around the most important building, which is the villa I was talking about before. And uh, the so the vineyards are, it's just one body, and the, the vineyards are close to the cellar, which is very important, uh, especially when we do the harvest. Uh, because uh, sometimes, uh, you know, you have uh, vineyards, wineries have vineyards spread around, and to come to the state uh, with the tractor and the trailer for grapes, uh, especially if the if the there is sun and the temperature yeah, is the quite high, experimenting
1: already before great, they're yeah, even there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's something that it happens, and so it's very important to be to be focused and very close to the to the seller. Um, uh, yeah, we have been able uh, to uh, subdivide uh, our property in uh, seventeen. Uh, Uh, different plots Uh, and I'm talking about not different grape varieties but I'm talking about uh, one grape, uh, the Sangiovese, 17 different plots it means uh, it means uh, 17 different uh, micro terroirs inside the same property and this the these they came out uh, by by considering the different uh, soil composition uh, by considering the different altitude, elevation of each plot, uh, by considering the different clones and also the different sun exposure, and also, for example, the age, the different age of the vines. Uh, we have uh, uh, here at the property, we have uh, four, I mean, no, I mean, we have uh, two years old uh, Sangiovese. Uh, plots, uh, and we have uh, 50 years old, uh, the, yeah. the oldest, the whole so, range. Yeah, and so, of course, a uh, 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 section, a plot which is uh, 50 years old is not comparable to a three or four years old uh, uh, vines. And so, um, this is what we did. We started to go through in 2010 to this uh, uh, deep study as for identifying uh, uh, the the 17 terroirs uh, and uh, basically we harvest uh, them uh, uh, separate and uh, each one uh, uh, stays stays, uh, separate uh, uh, from the others throughout the process of vinification, throughout also the aging uh, process. It's uh, at the end, so afterwards, at the end of the aging time, that we go to decide, uh, to by of course tasting them to decide how to blend them together, and uh, decide the final decision of the blends, which is uh, maybe the most important part uh, of uh, of a human you know job sure. yeah in the winemaking yeah. Sh- should we taste some wine? Absolutely. All right. Yeah, absolutely. So this is the. This is the Chianti, classical 2016. Okay. So actually, this is the new uh, vintage. The vintage, the new vintage we are presenting uh, as a new vintage in in Veneto. dark cherries. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Dark cherry. A toffee. Espresso.
0: Yeah, and uh, and this kind of uh, memory of. Uh, Earthy, almost. Uh, yeah, there's
1: there's a there's a there's an earthy uh, characteristic yeah. to it, but it just that's in the back, just yeah, as a supporting note.
0: Yeah. This is a ninety percent Sangiovese. Then we uh, mix, uh, we blend uh, together with the Sangiovese, uh, the Canaiolo, which is another local uh, mm-hmm. uh, grape variety, uh, very old style, and um, and part of the traditional, you know, blend of, uh, of the old recipe of the Chianti Classico.
1: On the pellet, the fruit is the star. The fruit is the star, but it's all supported. you got great acidity, very fine tannin, not too grippy at all. Some 26 for for brand new wine, you figured the tannin would be a little grippier, but...
0: Yeah. And balanced, this wine is balanced yeah it's um it's a uh, very beautiful fruity which is coming through the palate and uh, and this acidity which this freshness which uh, for sure it makes uh, it makes it uh, even uh, better if uh, we had uh, a good florentine steak here in front of us always <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always point out, like to point 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 out that uh, Chianti Classico in general is always uh, better with the food. Um, The 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 freshness, the acidity, which uh, means uh, cleaning the palate. Sure. When uh, you are sitting at the table and you have your Florentine steak, or you have your slice of salami, or you have your pasta with a nice uh, 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 meat sauce, uh, you know, a little bit fatty food. And, and um, the wine, the Chianti Classico enhances uh, all these characteristics of the food and the reverse. The food enhances the characteristics of the wine. This is why uh, I, uh, Chianti Classico is considered like uh, one of the food, best food wines. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: In, in Italy, wine is food. Si. In the United States, sometimes wine is food. Sometimes people just want to sit down and drink a glass of wine. Mm. And it does. In Italy, it's more about at the table than, it's than as true. a drink.
0: It's true. It's true. And it's uh, and for us, uh, since uh, you know, long uh, uh, long time ago, for us is is it, it is in our blood. I mean, for us uh, is something that. Uh, uh, you, you can not sit at the table and having your lunch or having your dinner without uh, at least uh, two glasses of wine <laughs> i mean this is uh, at least with uh, it happens for me but my father for example was a a big uh, fan of of uh, red wine of chianti especially and so it's something that it, it's 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 uh, 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 coming from uh, from, uh, from uh, parents uh, to to, uh, to children uh, even uh, education uh, to sure. the to the wine education to the wine at the table and uh, starting to sip it uh, uh, when uh, even you are quite young
1: yeah, you get wine so. with a little bit of water yeah. it, it, and it's char- culture it's yeah. culture
0: yeah what's next next is the chianti classico uh, vigneto boscone uh, so vigneto boscone is a single vineyard. Vigneto it means uh, vineyard. Uh, boscone is the name of of this plot. It's actually a very small uh, uh, plot uh, uh, of Sangiovese where uh, 31 uh, yeah where we grow uh, 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 vines of Sangiovese, uh, quite old, 31 almost 32 years old uh, vines of Sangiovese. Um and uh, it's it has a, it, it's uh, it's um it's quite uh, high in elevation, one of the highest actually uh, plot of Sangiovese that we have uh, in the property and the, one of the main characteristics is the soil composition. soil composition is rich in limestone here, uh, instead of galestro, which is more uh, clay, mm-hmm. more clay uh, so limestone so this is why we decided, uh, 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 one year ago because this is a, a quite a brand new wine. It's the second vintage we are producing The 2016. Uh, so, it's uh, the first vintage was <laughs> last good year. Two good first vintages. <laughs> very, very <Yeah>. good <laughs> vintages, yeah. 2015 and 2016.
1: Now, it sounds like all the things you told me about this wine, it might meet the uh, classification for Grand Selezioni, but you're not calling it that.
0: Why not? N- n- no, because we are going to make a, gra- a new Grand Selezione in September, but uh, from uh, uh, different uh, uh, composition, different uh, blends, uh, different plots. Uh, this is uh, a very small production because we are only producing from $2, 2,400 bottles. Oh, that much? Of all that. Yeah, very, very small. And uh, we started with the Vigneto Boscone uh, name and uh, uh, as a crew, as a Chianti Classico, because actually the designation of Chianti Classico Boscone is exactly the same as Chianti Clas- yeah. or, or the Chianti Classico before, but you will see and you will taste it now how different uh, it is. Okay. And this is the, one of the most important things which I was almost forgetting to tell you is the fact that this does not uh, does not touch uh, at all the wood, the oak. No oak on the No one. oak at all. Interesting. It's just uh, cement, fermented and matured in cement vats, in concrete vats, and that's it. So what you are going to fruit. pick exactly to pick up here is just fruity. It's just the fr- fruits themselves.
1: Yeah, you know, right away when you put your nose in the glass, you don't get that spiciness, that oak. But it is—it's uh, very pretty, huh?
0: It's very clear. Yeah. it's Very. Uh,
1: There's an elegance to it that sort of—it's sh- a little shy. I,
0: I I like to to call and to judge this wine as a female uh, wine. It's it's a it's very elegant. It's very gentle. Uh as you say, it's shy, the, the nose and it the nose is completely different compared to the others.
1: All about the fruit. Yeah. That's fruit and fruit and fruit and bright acid and nice clean tannins, not too grippy at all. This is wonderful. And
0: beautiful structure. Yeah. Even the, the, the structure, the body is uh Is fuller, is 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 more is more uh, body compared to compared to the to the other one, and uh, there is uh, again there is no oak here. So no, and this is one what we really wanted to do with this wine. We are and we were at the time we decided to make the vigneto boscone, hundred percent convinced about the potential of this plot. And so this is why we did not want uh, to influence at all uh, the purity of the, f- of the uh, fruits, uh, of the grapes, uh, uh, as for this one. What's the next one? And this is the same um, 2016. So we have, uh, start, uh, we have um, uh, tasted so far uh, 2016 from both the, the Classicals. Now we are going to try the uh, Reserva. Reserva is the 2015, so we are going back uh, to the to the 15. Uh,
1: Reserva needs a little more time in, exactly. in barrel to release, so that's where we're at.
0: Exactly. And then uh, uh, these are six, 15 and 16. They are they have been uh, both very good vintages, but uh, also very different. Fifteen uh, has been uh, warmer, has been more sun, more uh, higher temperature uh, compared to the sixteen, uh, where the temperature, the average temperature during the growing season has been uh, a little moderate, bit lower. Yeah, yeah mother. Um, so there are differences, uh, uh, and and also people. Uh, someone uh, prefer the 16, someone prefer the 15. This depends, of course, by the by the personal taste. Sure. For sure, the 2016, the uh, 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 15, sorry, is is, is less acidic, uh, is, For is sure softer, sunshine exactly. A more. exactly. Yeah. Reserva comes from uh, our uh, best uh, uh, vineyards of Sangiovese. We are talking about uh, three or four. Of them, uh, older vines, uh, higher in altitude, and uh, and better uh, best sun exposure. Reserva, uh, differentiated by the by the vigneto boscone, ages uh, uh, is kept in uh, wood, so it's uh,
1: the nose is a little more serious on si, this wine. See, si. it's a little more more about the earth. You can, you can tell. Yeah, there's yeah there's spice and tobacco and earthiness yeah some forest floor kind of smell Absolutely. like the king forest floor notes
0: but some some memories of leather as well mm-hmm. and here as you were saying before uh, you can uh, you can um, uh, taste uh, the vintage the sun definitely uh, it's it's interesting and it's always uh, very good that uh, the wines uh, the wines uh, do not taste the same uh, throughout the years uh, it's impossible we of course try to uh, be consistent but uh, it's impossible that the wines, that, that, that a wine that ma- the wine made by by with grapes uh, uh, tastes the same uh, throughout the years this, this is a uh, uh, very important. Very there's, important.
1: There's great integration in this wine. Everything sort of comes together, and you know, it's a year more in the bottle. Uh, but the, it's all integrated so well between the fruit and the tannin and the acid, secondary flavors. You got some of that cocoa and
0: yeah. Then the, the also the oak uh, that uh, we use here is never. Uh, we like to to age the the reserve in the oak, but uh, we don't like uh, when the oak is overpowering the fruity. It
1: certainly doesn't here.
0: Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's a nice balance uh, between fruity and, uh, and the oak. This is why we prefer to use uh, um, larger you know, casks, uh, sure. like 3,000 liters each, uh, or, or for the smaller sizes, uh, uh, used ones and none new. This is
1: drinking beautifully right now, but I'd imagine 5, 10 years down the road, this is special. If you can wait,
0: yeah. This is the potential. I always say that uh, uh, our reserva uh, in a good vintage can can be aged for fifteen, eighteen years, no problem. Easy. Um, we still have in the in our you know in the private collection of the winery. We still have uh, the first bottle uh, of reserva uh, nineteen sixty seven. Uh, which was uh, the first uh, bottle produced uh, mm. ever produced by, by by Montrinaldi and we still have of course even the others 68 69 uh, 71 all of them because we we have saved and we keep saving some uh, uh, a, a certain number of bottles each year of each wine uh, to see even the evolution of them and so on and so last year we did uh, uh, we decided to do a vertical tasting of the of the Reserva uh, among us here at the winery, and we went back in time. We tasted something like uh, fifteen different vintages of Reserva, uh, going back in time, uh, starting from nineteen sixty seven and uh, all the other, and many other vintages. Well, <coughs> you won't believe it, but. Um, the 1967 was judged as uh, the best, uh, as wow. the best out of 15 different vintages. Uh, there were, of course, uh, some vintages like 69, sure, like 71. Rough they were, were gone. Right, right. They were flat in, uh, no acidity anymore. But the 67 was uh, was a uh, storm. Yeah, that's terrific. Yeah. yeah that's
1: Fabrizio Benedetti, thank you so much for your time. It's been wonderful meeting with you, uh, tasting the wines and uh, seeing, seeing the spot. If, if you get, find your way in the Chianti Classico, get a little south of Panzano, visit Castel Monte Rinaldi and you'll be very pleased.
0: Thank you very much, uh, John, for coming here and visiting us. It has been a big pleasure to talk to you and uh, and talk to and 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 in uh, let let people in the states let people know a little bit uh, about uh, about our wineries. There would be so many things to say, but uh, you know <laughs> we can't stay here start. forever. Yeah, start. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ciao. Ciao, ciao, ciao. For John's tasting notes on the wines from this episode, go to www.thehonestpoarpod.com. Make sure you catch every episode by subscribing to The Honest Poor with John Lennart at iTunes, Stitcher, or the Google Play Store. Also, be sure to like us on Facebook at The Honest Pour with John Lennart and follow us on Twitter at The Honest Poor. This has been The Honest Poor with John Lennart, music by Kevin MacLeod.